U.S. Senators have filed a bill to stop console scalpers in their tracks, but it's probably a little too late to help with this holiday season. And Sony has big plans for a Game Pass competitor. This news and more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Gaming News Weekly. This is the best weekly video game news show that there has ever been. I am Erock the Red, joined by my co-host, Full Clip. What's going on, buddy? How are you today? Oh, good, man. Uh, and I'm excited about some of the news we have. It's it's uh, important, we'll say. It's always important, dude. It's yeah. always important. Um, but yeah, this is uh, it's going to be a good episode. We're into December, you know, getting ready. The holiday season is fast approaching. Uh, what have you been? Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, anything exciting? Oh, I've been mainlining Call of Duty Vanguard since I got mm-hmm. it about a week ago. Uh, I'm on the hunt for atomic camo, which is killing my soul because I'm starting with the hardest weapons first. What? Do, what? Do you, what is? What is atomic camo? Well, you get all your, uh, you do all the challenges for a weapon, and you unlock its gold form. Mm-hmm. You do all of the weapons in a set, like assault rifles or launchers, and you'll get diamond for that set. You get diamond for all the sets, and you get the cool atomic, uh, rainbow, glittery, shimmering kind Ooh. of uh, a, a camo for all those weapons. Very exciting! So you'll be out there. You're out there peacocking. You're just oh, flashing yeah. the goods. You love it showing is, off. It's a grind to get there. Let me tell you. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that's exciting, dude. I wish you all the best. Appreciate you know, it. If if you need any help, if you need me to just cheer you on or anything, a little moral support, you let me know. I'm here. Could for you, you get on the other team and stand in a corner and let me kill you for never? A oh. Absolutely not. I would fight back to to the <laughs> death. You'd be negative kills. Oh, yeah. You'd go back, or you'd have paper um, yeah. uh, camouflage. Uh, okay, well, what have you been cool. playing? Oh man. Um, what did I play? I played a little Back for Blood uh, this past week. Uh, that game, dude, it's so it's so hard. Especially like I get, I think my, part of the problem is I get a little too drunk, and then like I just run around there getting attacked by zombies. So that's part of the problem. But um, yeah, other than that, I've just been uh, you know watching a lot of like Christmas stuff, getting into the Christmas spirit. You know? Oh yeah, fast approaching. Getting, getting ready. Yes, very fast approaching. So. Um, all that being said, let's get into the meat of the show. Let's talk about our new releases from this past week. All right, first up, we had Evil Genius 2 came out. This is Evil Genius 2 World Domination. This is a sequel to a game from 2004. And then also, this is the console debut of uh, this game. It's been out since March on PC. And what it is... Such a cool idea. Uh, we were talking about it before we recorded, and um, it's like you play as like a criminal mastermind, and it's like a sim management game where you have to like build a lair and manage your minions and create like crazy weapons and devices. Uh, really, really cool uh, looking game. Really cool sounding game. I management games are not my thing. I'm not good at managing anything in real life in video game form, so it's not for me. But um, 
it's getting great great reviews right now it's a 79 on metacritic and everybody loves it so um yeah you i you know i've we've talked about management games before and i know yeah. your big thing is can you make the people or animals mate yeah so well, in this case it's can i end the world by making them mate? exactly yeah yeah with the ultimate question that everybody uh asks yeah. all the time well, this game looks great, though. I mean, I, I think it's based on, like, Team Fortress 2, or at least that's what the art style looked like. Mm. Um, I didn't play Evil Genius 1. Have you? No, no, yeah. Like I said, no no management games for this guy. I, I you know, um, I played Cookin' Mama before. Oh, yeah. And then I don't know if that counts. That's kind of like fast-paced action, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was. I had to flip dumplings. I had to do all this stuff. It was crazy. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there were less minions and less um, world-ending, megalomaniacal monsters. So, but if you know that's your thing, check out Evil Genius too. Uh, another new game that looks amazing is Solar Ash. This just came out uh, December second for PC, PS4, and PS5. This is like an action platformer, and it looks beautiful. Like the style of it, like. It's very bright colored, super stylish, and it's like you play as like a thing that kind of like skates through the world, and you like grind these rails, and you gotta like attack like that. So very different um, from almost everything that's out there in terms yeah. of the art style. Ultimately, you know, it's still a platformer, but um, yeah, it looks really, really interesting. I know this one is also getting a lot of uh, positive buzz. Um, it's from the developers that did Hyper Light Drifter, which was another real popular indie game. So, um, yeah, had you heard about this one prior to this week? I had, I didn't. you know, no. but uh, I had heard of Hyper Light Drifter. It, mm -hmm. it looks awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, just taking a look at the trailer of this game, you can tell that, like, on, on a graphic standpoint, it's going to be there. On the sound standpoint, it's going to be there. It's just going to be polished all around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it looks like just gameplay is paramount in, t in terms of, like, you know, yeah. adding on to this the, all the style and substance that it brings so yeah. this one's definitely going on my list i think it's going to look great on the playstation 5 so um yeah sort of looks like uh reminds me of journey from back in the yes, day yes um, absolutely same it's got kinda, that indie feel yep yeah and like kind of like a little like cell shading um yeah. style uh, bright yeah, colors really and... cool mm -hmm. uh and the last one uh that we got to talk about was chorus came out december 3rd uh, this came out for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, um, PS4, Nintendo, or the Stadia, not the Nintendo, and uh, PC. This game, again, not one for me, but a beautiful looking game. So this is a space shooter, um, you know, where you drive this, uh, you know, I don't know, do you drive it? You fly it, I guess, a spaceship. And, uh, you know, it's there's exploration, super fast-paced combat, shooting. Uh, there's oh, yeah. unique weapons, these uh, abilities that you can get. And then on top of that, it's got a sentient uh, starfighter. Oh, yeah. What more can you I ask for? If, if you're somebody who liked No Man's Sky for the flying and the combat, as you know, there wasn't a hell of a lot of combat in that game, but if you wish that it expanded upon that more and focused less on the base building, then this is probably the perfect game for you. Yeah. It looked awesome. Yeah, it looks really, really cool. I For some reason, I can't do any flying games. Like, I'm so, like, up is down, down is up, no one knows. It's all backwards, and, I, yeah. and I'm terrible at it. Like, the dog fights and stuff like that, I'm so bad. I still remember playing, like, um,. I think it was like Zone of the Enders. Do you ever play that game? Like that's the only game that I ever played that was in space. It was like for the PlayStation 
three. Um, but yeah, you're in space and you gotta like shoot all these things. Yeah, that was fun, but I don't know. I haven't been back. I haven't been back to space since. All right, that was it for our new games from last week. A little bit more uh, to announce than the week prior, but again, you know, we're into we're into the 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 slow months up until the new year. So, um, yeah, so some some good ones though. Some I'm, I'm definitely gonna put on my list for for future playthroughs. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about our news of the week. First up, Sony is talking about a possible competitor to Microsoft's Game Pass. This was big news for me. I know we've talked about it. I'm a Sony fanboy. I just started getting into the, the Game Pass uh, and that beautiful, beautiful subscription service. It's such an awesome service. Um, but in a... Um, in a recent report from Bloomberg, sources familiar with Sony's plans shared their details of a possible new um, service, codenamed Spartacus, which that's cool right there. I mean, who doesn't love that? Um, so the documents reveal a three-tier system. So the first tier um, you could purchase. Now, there was no no specifics, no details. This is all you know, from some, some internal paperwork. But the first tier is just like what PlayStation Plus is now. You get your online service, um, some free games every month. Second tier is a, with a full game catalog similar to like Game Pass, um, where, you know, you got your subscription service and you could download all these games. And then the third tier includes extended demos, game streaming, and then access to PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. So I know that's a, a big one for people that have always wanted, you know, these older games or, or backwards compatibility for, for previous games. So all this talk, man, it's got me excited. There's not much information about it. Spring 2022 is what they're saying, and it would be like, a, you know, more of like a merger with PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, which is their, their streaming service that they have now, and then they would get rid of PlayStation Now in, in favor of whatever this new thing is. So I know you've got a, a PlayStation system. What what do you uh, what do you think about all these these deets? Yeah, well, we need to see some pricing on this, um, especially compared to like PlayStation Now. But the biggest question I have for it, which is the first thing I read in a comment when I saw this news, um, is it going to be uh, have some sort of PC element too? Because that's mm. how Xbox uh, Game Pass works, and I think that's what a lot of people are using it for. It's true, yeah, and that's, I mean, because that you've got Microsoft with, with Windows, you know, established already on a PC, and obviously you could have, you could use this in some fashion. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. That's a very good question. Um, if they have, like, you know, a lot of people use the cloud service with their PC, so that might be a thing where you could use games over the cloud to, to play, but, yeah, there's a lot of information that we don't have that um, we definitely... Uh, need to. I'm assuming as far as pricing, it would be comparable to what um, you know we're looking at with the with the Game Pass now, ten dollars and fifteen dollars for the different tiers for Game Pass. So, I mean, it would have to be right. Like you can't have a competitor and like say like, all right, now this is like twenty dollars a month or whatever. You know, it's hard to tell. You know, with that with the three tier system, that's what scares me a little bit. There, yep. that highest tier might be like that could be fifty dollars a month. Yeah. Um, 
but that's that's part of it because that highest tier is the one you're going to want to go for if you like the classic games. Mm-hmm. I really like that idea of having like a catalog in front of me of PS1 games and I can go uh, pick out some that were my childhood. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, when people are asking you for backward compatibility, they're not saying, will you please sell this back to me? They're saying, I've got this collection on my wall, and I'd like to put the disc in the system, please. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's different in terms of backwards compatibility or being able to, you know, it's just more available um, because there hasn't been, there have not been PlayStation 1 games made available. I think there's a few um, on the PlayStation Now service. I'm not certain which ones. Even like PlayStation 2 games, there's like really nothing that... um, has been made available to people that don't have their old consoles still or emulators, yeah. you know? So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Now, it does remind me a little bit of what Nintendo is doing with their service, being offering um, certain now Nintendo 64 and SNES games and that sort of thing. So, And that subscription service is, you know, it's it's not too much. In the grand scheme of things, it's, it's very cheap compared to, you know, what game Pass is $15 a month there's is what yeah. like $40 a year or something so um yeah I mean we'll see there's a, a ton of details that I'm really excited to uh see but yeah as soon as I heard this I was I was I was hyped man like if they could start offering third part or uh, uh, AAA games um just on day one as a part of this service like I, that would open me up to, to so many games that I normally wouldn't be purchasing or even playing so the idea is is great like like with the game pass system right now i've been playing a ton of games that i normally wouldn't um normally wouldn't be playing so it's it's really cool all right let's talk about our next piece of business um a marvel mmorpg has been announced now that's pretty much it so there was a um an investor presentation from Dimensional Inc. That's the studio behind uh, the DC Universe Online or, or whatever their parent uh, company is. Um, and in it, they just announced a... They had a thing for an unannounced MMORPG using a Marvel IP. That's it. That's all we know. But, I mean, we do know it's from the same people that did DCU um, Online, which is, yeah. like, one of the greatest MMOs there is like it's been around for i mean i played it on the playstation 3 probably i don't even know 15 years ago like and it's still around there's still a player base like it's really and it it was probably um i don't know it was one of the only mmos i've ever played I, i i could never really get into those i'm a huge comic book guy that's why i went to that one but i'm much of a much more of a marvel comic book guy than a dc comic book guy yeah. Um, so, did you ever get a chance to check it out, DC? I didn't. No. no. Um, but I've heard great things. And then also, this is led by Jack Emmert, who designed City of Heroes. I went yes, and looked that game one. up. I hadn't played that, but the reviews were like, I mean, that is a highly esteemed game. Yes, absolutely. I mean, as far as superhero based games, those are both like the best that that you could you know choose to go with so yeah this is another thing that got me really really hyped now this one very very early announcement so you know we're not looking at anything until 2023 probably at the earliest uh hopefully we'll get some more news before then sometime next year but yeah this is definitely just uh just an ex just a little teaser a little taste oh yeah 
to whet, whet our whistle and get us excited for things to come, which I am. Yep. I hope it, they don't botch it. I mean, this has a lot of potential. It does, dude. And it could make a lot of money, too. Like, this, you know? Yeah. I mean, even if, like, yeah, you're offering, like, me, like, I could play, like, what I, if I could buy, like, one of my favorite Marvel characters to play in the game and, like, buy some cool skins, like, yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to, oh, yeah. you know, Howard the Duck with a, a cool <laughs> cape. That's it right there. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we'll get some more news on that. Next up, let's talk about Take Two seemingly going crazy. Um, so, Take Two Interactive, the um, the parent company of Grand Theft Auto uh, and those games, has gone out and started hitting everybody with um, copyright infringement. So, the first one that we heard about was Hazelight Studio. They're the um, the people that developed It Takes Two. They're a very popular game. It's, you know, on so many Game of the Year awards lists with a, um, you know, with a, a trademark claim saying that they're the name of their company, that they cannot stake ownership or in, in the name of the game. So pretty crazy. So not only that, they've been um, filing claims for names that include words uh, Rockstar, Social Club, mafia civilization like it's crazy they're just hitting everybody they they targeted like hang on i i, I took a, a note so um a clothing brand named max fane uh, was included in the trademark claims um uh, an axe throwing company in florida called rockstar axe throwing like how can you own the term rockstar yeah now that's something that i don't really understand because i thought as far as copyright trademarks go it had to be like within the same uh, category, same yes. business. So yeah, it's not. How was how was that axe throwing company right stopping people or confusing people about your trademark? There's a music book brand called Think Like a Rockstar, and uh, they abandoned their trademark following the claim from Take Two. Yeah. So they're definitely jamming people up, man. It's pretty crazy. Like you think terms like takes two which is just it's common vernacular it's not like part of your company or rock star like this is a this is a bad precedent to set if um yeah. if any of these do um go through but yeah, yeah i couldn't believe it so don't don't cringe when i say this but they're definitely trading uh, uh definitely showing their trademark on bully <laughs> so they are like essentially bullying yes these these people uh, into giving up their names. That's exactly it. Uh, without even having to take it to court, because no. you know who has the money to fight the publisher of Grand Theft Auto Five. Yes, yeah, it's just that's exactly it. They're just like they're throwing it out there, like we saw with this Rockstar uh, book thing. They're just like, all right, we're not going to fight it. Go for it, you know. So one thing that's going to be interesting is that um, the creator of It Takes Two, Joseph Ferris, um, he's good friends with uh, Jeff Keighley and the Game Awards. He's at the Game Awards every year. He's going to be there. He's going to accept an award for something for It Takes Two. And he has never been, you know, one to hold back. So I'm really eager to yeah. see if he says anything about this. Maybe not because there's litigation happening. But, um, yeah, I, I'm hoping that, you know, he, he puts something out there. But, yeah, you know, we'll see. Man, it, yeah. it kind of sucks. I mean, Rockstar was always the good guys. Um, and, and then it came out that, like, well, you know, since they've been bought by take two a lot of the shadier things that happen or a lot of the scummier business practices it's all been attributed to take two yeah and 
I think I, I feel like they're going to ruin Rockstar, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you're part of these big corporations that have boards that people sit on and all that stuff, like, yeah, it definitely becomes less of a you know a good guy video game company versus like you know now it's like a big corporation trying to make money and, and you know whatever. So yeah. I mean we're seeing that a lot now with um, you know Blizzard and. Um, even like uh, our next topic, let's talk about uh, Battlefield. So Battlefield is undergoing some major restructuring. Uh, EA is making major changes to its development structure following the the rough launch of Battlefield 2042. Um, so a bunch of things have happened. The biggest ones: um, Dice GM Oscar Gabrielson, he's leaving the company completely, uh, and then respawns uh, Vince Zampella is now the new boss of Battlefield, the entire franchise. In addition to his role, um, he's, uh, you know, doing Apex and, and all that stuff with Respawn. And then um, Ripple Effect, that's the developer behind the um, the Portal mode of the new Battlefield game. It's very popular, I guess. Um, but they're going to be making a new Battlefield experience. They've been tasked with doing that. And then on top of that, Halo designer uh, Marcus Leto um, created a new team to create stories to inject storytelling into the um the battlefield universe which then brings us to the next point that they are creating a, a battlefield universe on top of all these changes um they want to have now they, they didn't go into specifics of what they want to do but they want to have a bunch of games revolving around this universe they want to have toys there's been mention of a mobile game so they're they're really doubling down on this battlefield, even considering they had a, a rough start and still people complaining about an unfinished game. Um, so, yeah, I thought this was, was strange. I, I think the, the restructuring and, and everything, the shakeup, you know, needed to happen after this. They put a lot of their eggs in this battlefield basket. But, yeah, I mean, again, only time will tell. I didn't, you and I both talked about it. We, we didn't play battlefield much but i still hear people complaining about it constantly oh yeah i've i've seen some some ridiculous looking glitches and things like that in the game but yeah i mean that's any game early on if, as long as they actually fix that stuff yeah. but i mean it's it's the engine that they they've been making these games on for years mm -hmm. so certain things you know like when you buy the bethesda game you expect a few glitches to come with it but it's it's part of the the contract you sign when you buy that game because you know what you're getting into yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know what... So now, despite the fact that, like, people complain about the game, it's had its, like, highest player base yet. So mm -hmm. I, I feel like that you can attribute this huge expansion of the Battlefield universe to that. Um, you know, obviously people want to be involved in it and want to play it. So hopefully they could step up their game and, like, fix, um, fix 2042. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I got a bit of a hot take on this as well. Let's hear um, it. It sort of seems like they're looking at the Call of Duty franchise and being like, uh, we can try that too, right? Um, especially with this connected universe, which sounds to me like we might end up with something like Call of Duty Warzone, where mm -hmm. title after title, um, where eventually it all goes back to Warzone. You have that central connected experience uh, throughout now three titles. Yeah. Um, on top of that, uh, they also hired a guy who was the project lead over Call of Duty for years. 
to be the project lead over Battlefield 2042 going forward. Yep, yeah, it's a good point. And, like, to me, that's when Call of Duty started. I don't know. It wasn't for me. When they focused, they released a $60 game, focus on it for a month, and then they're like, okay, now you go play Warzone because this is where everything, you know, we're going to focus on yeah. this. But, like, it's got a shiny new paint um, because it's set in, you know, uh, World War Two now or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, but they're making buttloads of money, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and this is EA, and they love money. So yeah. we'll see. You know, I don't, I don't know what this means, but, um, you know, I like the the world of Battlefield. I think it's they they do a good job as far as their the war feeling, but we'll see what this means. Details will be forthcoming on that. Now, this next topic. I'm going to throw it right to you because there was an update on info regarding the RTX graphics cards. And you know, this is, uh, yeah. this is, I, I don't know what anything about it. So take it away, okay. sir. Yeah. So in a time when most people are still struggling to get, um, even a high end 10 hundred card, uh, you can't find the 20 hundreds and then the brand new 30 hundred or well, let's just call them 30 series cards. Uh, have been impossible to find without paying an arm and a leg double the msrp we've got news that the uh uh, nvidia will be releasing the rtx 40 series graphics cards sooner than expected and there have been some uh, specs leaked and some price predictions on those cards Uh, now we're expecting them to be released in a quarter three so that's going to be late summer or early fall of next year so um in terms of like when the 30 series cards came out and the 40 series cards came out, that's very, very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're not talking about the full series coming out all at once. Um, it's going to move to a new generation of processors that are going to have twice the power of the 30 series cards, uh, but that does come at the cost of probably two times the power consumption mm-hmm. of those 30 series cards. So upgrade your G- or your CPU. No, what am I saying? Upgrade your PSU, your power supply, um, if you plan to get that 40 series card, but it's probably going to be kind of hard to get your hands on one. Mm-hmm. The initial release is going to include just the flagship models, uh, the 4070, 4080, and 4090. Those will range between about $800 and $3,000 for that Damn. you know, professional grade 4090. So, I mean, if you work at a Hollywood studio, that's probably the Gosh. card you're going to want to grab. Okay. Most people will be well off with the 4070. Um, but then later, we're going to see the entry and mid-level options added of the 4050 and the 4060. Those will be closer to the 300 to $400 mark. Um, and we're waiting, and just a couple days after this releases on December 7th, there's going to be an announcement to help ease some of the graphics card uh, shortage. There are going to be refreshed versions of the 2060 and the 3070 Ti, and those are both going to come with twice the VRAM, so you'll have... Uh, plenty of graphical processing power there. And then there's going to be a 3080 uh, with an additional 2 gigabytes of VRAM. Oh, man. So many Does letters. any of that mean anything? So many numbers. But yes. I see, listen, I see the excitement in your eyes. I see the twinkle when you're saying these numbers, <laughs> and I know it means something. So Yeah. You People who have been looking for these cards, they'll know exactly what every bit of that meant, unfortunately. Now, my question is, is this something that we do like a like a cool uh, heist, like the, that truck that got robbed? Can we, we heist need it. these? Yeah, yeah I think selling? so. Um, we'll have to come up with another way, because they'll be expecting the truck heist. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Underwater, we, submarine, yes. 
bolt we that. uh we drill a hole under the factory yes easy dude this is easy and then, and then uh we'll sell them, you know a uh, couple thousand pips get your yeah. uh graphics card cool very exciting uh it's all happening get your pcs ready because gpu cpu later all right <laughs> next up this is this is an exciting one um u.s congress has introduced a bill um now this is in this is a bill intending to stop um these bots from uh you know like buying things online it's called the stopping grinch bots act grinch how do you think uh <laughs> the grinch feels uh that he's inc- he's been included in this dude by the end of that movie his heart grew he was right. a good guy and now i expect a lawsuit to come out yeah, of this the grinch any day now pissed <laughs> um so yeah this was introduced on november 29th and um here i have i have some some details that i would like to to read so the the details of this stopping grinch box act um would enforce these new rules prohibit manipulative technical practices that allow bad actors to use bots to circumvent control measures designed to protect real consumers uh, make it an illegal federal trade commission violation to circumvent security measures access control systems or other technological control measures on a site or online service make it illegal to sell or offer any product or service obtained by the described method and um, allows the ftc and state attorney generals to treat these abusive workarounds as prohibited unfair or deceptive acts or practices and take legal action against the bad actors basically you know making it easier for them to prosecute people that do use these bots now details on how any of that would happen how any of this would be enforced uh weren't made clear but you know their hearts in the right place and we'll see what happens so this was previously introduced uh in november of 2019 uh and that stalled out for you know any number of reasons but lately you know it's gotten a lot more support because we're seeing it a lot more we're seeing a lot more with this in terms of like these gpu cpu cards and consoles and i mean it's coming down to like just anything pokemon cards and like anything that's that's wanted that's being sold online bots are jamming things up and and taking it away from you know your grandma that's trying to buy it for for some kid you know so it's a good thing yeah, and it's been this way for a while. I believe the 2019 bill was was more focused on uh, ticket scalping because that's mm-hmm. always been something that's yeah. gone on. But I mean, you know, back it up 20 years and think about some of the toys that came out. People were scalping them, buying up the Tickle Me Elmos and things. Yeah. But you didn't have the kind of marketplace, global marketplace that you have today. Um, so things yeah. have changed, and that's the reason that we have to look at some new legislation. And uh, that said. A similar bill called the Gaming Hardware Automated Purchase and Resale Bill is currently before the UK Parliament. And, I mean, what happens in law generally, we're going to see one of these countries probably pass something like this, and then that can start a snowball effect to where it can happen in other places. Yeah. Yeah, and I hope it does. I mean, when you're talking about, like, the Tickle Me Emma, those people still had to, like, go to stores and, like, buy everything up. They weren't just sitting behind a computer just, like, having this thing run and just, like, collecting, like, all this stuff. It's Yeah. It's just crazy that that, I mean, it's not crazy that that exists because, you know, people find a way to 
scam stuff to make money. Like, there's always going to be someone uh, working hard to make money. But, yeah, I hope um, I hope this gets some traction and, uh, you know, makes it easier for people to just get something they want. Like, the fact that, like, someone you can't just get something you want sucks. Yeah. You know? you and it was money, interesting what one the of the – yeah. One of the people who put this bill forward said something that was interesting about uh, that it's not just the consumers who are being affected here. This poses a problem for small businesses and local retailers. Uh, entrepreneurs are trying to make sure that they've got stock on their shelves to make yeah. the customers happy. Exactly. But, you know, I've never seen a PS5 at my local Walmart. No. No. I know on Black Friday, they, um, I don't know if they, you know, what happened, but I remember reading ads that, you know, Target, Walmart's had them in stock. I don't know how many. Could have been two just to get people to like come in the store. That's usually how that Black Friday stuff works, you know. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully this moves forward and uh, something can be done about those bad, bad cringe bots. All right. One thing I do want to talk about real quick that was not on the agenda. Um, the Game Awards is in a few days. It's December 9th. Uh, I'm very excited. We've talked about it before. I get really uh, hyped about any awards. Uh, especially video games. Love video games. But I wanted to talk to you. Is there anything um, that you think is going to... Um, any announcements or anything that you're excited for? Do you think anything uh, uh, you'd like to see? There's always like some big announcements. Now, obviously, we're not going to get anything major. But, you know, is there a game franchise that you would like to see a, um, a new game? Now, I should have asked you this prior to this. Give you a little time That's to talk think about it but uh yeah i just i just i just thought about it myself i don't have anything uh in particular it'd be great to see something like uh from some of the games that i've enjoyed in the past like red dead 2 grand theft auto 5 be great to see some sort of announcement or even just a tease of of something coming but i don't think we'll see that this year yeah yeah me neither but yeah i think like if anything we would see you know maybe a gta 6 tease of some sort you know um but yeah, that's that would be fun. Like for me, I'm hearing a little bit of rumors about a possible um, Bioshock game, yeah, a new one of those. That's the one I've heard of. Or um, more information about now. We know Dragon Age, um, they're they're coming out. But I want to see. That's always been a, a favorite role playing game of mine. I want to see more of Dragon Age. So that and then like the Mar- the Marvel games. Like I want to see more about the the new Marvel games. There's they announced previously the Wolverine and the Spider Man games. So um, I'm hoping for for more. Uh, videos or, or cutscenes oh. for those. Yeah, just thought of one. Um, back in August, I think there were rumors, or maybe an official announcement, that a new South Park game was going to come out uh, without EA being involved, which is probably a good thing at this point. Um, if we could get some sort of teaser for that or premiere, that'd be great. That would be great. Now, um, last question. I'm um, gonna give you the the game of the year nominees for the Game Awards, and I want I want you to see if you could pick who who's going to win it. Uh, Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Who do you think is going to take home the big victory? That's uh, hard because I've not played any of them. Yeah. Uh, is the is Deathloop a PS5 exclusive? Uh, I believe so. I think it's a timed exclusive, um, but Shoot. I think it is right now. I mean that's got a lot of positive press, but and I feel like that's what a lot of people are going to vote on how popular something is, yeah, rather think, than how it actually played. Exactly, like I think that one or like Metroid Dread, both of those games were like um, really uh, praised for their gameplay. You know, yeah. Deathloop was very interesting, very new. Nothing's been 
done like that before. It was like a, you know, Groundhog Day assassination shooter yeah. style game. So, um, yeah, yeah, it, this is it's exciting because this is a year where there isn't like one game. There's no like Witcher three or you know that one game that just kind of crushes everybody. So, uh, a lot of really I, cool uh, nominations. I'll put my money on Deathloop uh, because I think they'll probably want to award. Uh, originality in some form there whereas a lot of those others are we've kind of been there done and seen it mm-hmm. yeah like for me like Ratchet and Clank was one of my favorite games of the year but again yeah it's not it's a sequel um, they did a great job like it was very very well made and uh, you know very fun but yeah we'll see um, we'll see what happens only a few days and uh, you know we're going to have gonna be a big news week for that one i'm telling you man all the, the oh, yeah. announcements that we're gonna get out of there hopefully you know there's always uh, a, a good showing so we'll see all right the last thing that we need to do today is talk about a brand new content creator of the week this week we would like to take notice of baj Badge, B A J. However, you're gonna say that. I'm a thing. It's like Baj. I'm putting a little. You know, that sounds about right, right? It's a. It's silent. It's Ba, Ba, <laughs> or Bag. It's a hard J. <laughs> um, but yeah, this guy making some great content. It's fairly new to Fruit Lab, but like the variety of really clever um content he's putting out. It's not even just all gameplay. He plays a lot of Fortnite, that sort of stuff. Um, but he's doing like um. Like 3D printer stuff and drawings and just playing like a whole bunch of games and he's his personality's great like he's super fun to watch um, definitely you know go check out his page show him some love B A J uh, yeah he's he's he looks like he's having fun he's out there doing yeah. it living the he's best really, life he's pumping out the content and it's a good variety and that's that's something that's really nice to see sometimes you want the guy who's just playing nothing but Warzone or something but other times you want uh, something exciting and new. Yeah, that's, I mean, anytime, like, I love watching good gameplay if it's the same. You know, we've had it before where someone just focuses on a game, puts out amazing gameplay, and we'll talk about them for that. But then also, like, yeah, just do fun stuff. Like, play a bunch of games. Like, just, it doesn't have to be amazing. Just have fun. And he's having a lot of fun. So go check him out and give him a follow. And, uh, you know, we'll include his information in the show notes here. And, um, yeah. So that is our content creator for this week. If you want to be uh, a content creator on any of our future episodes, hit us up, uh, DM us, let us know. Uh, we'll check out your stuff, and maybe we'll feature you here as the next content creator of the week. What's left? What are we missing? That's everything. We did it, folks. That is our show, Gaming News Weekly. Once again, the best weekly video game news show there has ever been i'm erect the red this here is full clip check him out on twitch full clip underscore fl you want to follow me on uh the youtubes on pop culture playground over there instagram twitter pop culture playground uh, you can check out my other show first apps podcast where we review the first episode of new streaming television shows and that is it. Also, listen to us. You can listen to us on the go. You're taking a stroll. You're, you know, you're walking through the park. Put on our sweet voices, voices uh, <laughs> on any podcast streaming service out there. 
And um, that covers it. Anything else? Yep. Uh, leave a comment down below letting us know your game picks uh, You know, for the game of the year. Yes. Uh, maybe let us know what categories you want to see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would like to, um, you know, do a little mini gaming news weekly awards coming up now that we're nearing the end of the year. So, yeah, we're going to uh, I'll put that together in, in the next you know week or so. And yeah, let me know what's what's a good game to uh, to include in there. What's the one game that you played more than anything this year? I know most of you it's Apex or it's Warzone, but if there's anything new, anything exciting, let us know. And uh, yeah. We will see you back here next week for more Gaming News Weekly. Bye-bye. Have a good one.